Welcome to this edition of Winging It with Payne and Rico. This week's special guest, Mike Richardson. Welcome, Mike. Afternoon. All right, Mike. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, you're yeah. looking well. Yeah. Looking well. You've been abroad again? Uh, tomorrow morning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a good way to start. <laughs> so you've got the fake title then. Six ten. What ten three? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 nice. Yeah. Nice. Let's um, let's let's go back to your start, your playing days. You know. Well, we go back. Yeah, you? yeah, I was um, born in Norwest. Yeah, lived in Padsuru. Yeah, and um, went to Christ the King's School in Fulham Broadway. That's when I sort of found me first pair of football boots. Yeah, played for a school. I was under eight years old, and uh, first ever game was at St Bonaventure's up at Bishopston. Can you remember that? Can you? Yeah, fair play. And we lost one now. You scored a goal. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, so from there, then then the family moved um, to Hartcliffe. And then um, I went to Tate Fan School, um, played there. Yeah. And I went to Tate Fan Boys Club and went from there, really. Yeah. You didn't move to Southmead after that, did you? Because no. you've been in two proper hoods there, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, um, Eagle House? No, they, they, they were, they, 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 yeah, they were sort of, um, it, we played Tay Fan, Arca Boys Club, yeah. then we used to play Speedwell and teams like yeah. that, really. Yeah. But it was, Engrove was about as well, so, um, what yeah. What position it, did you play, Mike, as a youngster? Um, I played up front, mate. Yeah, I just always knew you as a defender, probably left back. I, I, start, I started as a front man, but then as I got orders, it was blatant obvious, so I couldn't yeah. play there. No? And um, then about 15, sort of, I went, I was put in centre back, and then I mucked about there for a bit, and left back, and a bit more up front, but ended up as a defender, yeah. That suited your game? Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. All, 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 in, front of me, all in front of me. Yeah. So when, when, did you, when did you go into the men's game? I was about 15. Yeah. And um, I was playing down at Churchill, and the manager, a lad by the name of Terry Rose, right. who um, was playing at Trowbridge at the time, and um, they were starting off a youth side, and he asked me if I'd like to go, which I did. I had a couple of games, and the manager turned up to called Johnny Petz. Yeah. And um, he asked me if I'd like to go along with the first team. Um, and that's when I first met Bob Parrott and um, Jimmy Patch. Yeah. Bob Parrott lives at Harkiff. Um, he came and picked me up. No, sorry, my dad sent me to the ground. We were playing Metropolitan Police away. And I was 15, and that's when I first met Jamie and Bob Parrott. Because yeah. they're a bit older than you, though, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they look a lot older as well. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy got a better time. Right, like Johnny Patch, yeah. And that's the first time that was my introduction to senior football, really. Yeah. Well, but but I seen Bobby P up at Bruce on, on yeah. Saturday, yeah. and he said he took you under uh, he took you under his yeah. wing. So that was it, really, and um, it, it went from there. Did you stay there long, Mike? Um, I was fifteen. I, I got I made a debut at fifteen, fifteen and a half. Um, That's young, isn't it? Playing that standard of football out there. Yeah, yeah. and then Bob, you know, they, I think just started to struggle with players. I think it financially all gone wrong. Um, then I played the season after as well. Mine Ed were in it. 
Yeah. And like Bob Boyd was playing, they had Jimmy Jenkins up front, Seaford's Dahl, MP. That's a good side. Yeah, and I played in that. Um, then it sort of went wrong. And um, I'm going to, I'm going to, sorry to interrupt, I'm going to bore our regular listeners, but you're talking Southern League football when there was no conference mm-hmm. going into the Football League. That's what you're talking. Yeah. yeah. And then um, Ben Morris, like 15, 16. Um, no, we're not ready for one, but it was a good experience. And you met some really good blokes and good players at the time. Like Vic Barney was playing for Trowbridge and people like that. Bob Parrot was a, was, was a good player. Did he tell you to, tell you to say uh, that? He did. He brought me a point last Friday, so he said that for him. So then we, um, then after that, um, Bob and Jamie went to Glastonbury and Kim Book uh, was at Western and um, he invited me down there yeah. and um, but again that was quite a good standard about 1974, 75 and um, so I was there yeah and I uh, played up front but again not good enough and then Kim put me at left back and I played centre back stayed there for about a year or so then moved on after that because they, had, they were a good side they so Pete Cry were there and yeah Good player, right? Yeah. yeah. What was um, what was Kim like as a manager? Because I obviously played with him. Yeah. Yeah. Only for a short spell. He was alright. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, no, I just can't see him as yeah. a manager. Yeah, you know? he was alright. He's great. He's great at the bar. Oh, laid back, yeah. laid back yeah, manager. Yeah, not shouty, screaming. No, no, he's laid back. In you know, the banter was good and all that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I did learn a, a few lessons there because. Um, we was playing Mangotsfield and uh, Arrow Jarman was playing and um, I was playing left back and we was having a lovely quiet afternoon there's nothing going on and I've gone in and caught him late and um, he didn't like that so second half this is right on half time so second half he come out and he embarrassed me totally yeah yeah or well, just taking you on oh but... just destroyed me yeah, yeah. I, think yeah. I forgot that, mate. He never got it. <laughs> he he threw him inside out, upside down, um, just, and he'd not long come back from your cosmos at a time. Yeah, and um, yeah, I didn't know what to do him. I mean, to be fair, Mike, in your you know defence, he was a class player. I mean, he's one of the greatest, probably rumours of that, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Know, he's at the top. But he, like, um, yeah, I just could never win him. He just took me took a lesson about how not to be disrespectful, really. <laughs> <laughs> and after the game, I couldn't wait for the game to finish. And uh, walking off, Kim Book come up and tapped me on the backside and said, that teaches someone up. Yeah, yeah. it did. Yeah. It did. Massive lesson in don't disrespect the old pros, really. Yeah. Mm. But you learn from it as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm. I was, really you young, was like 17, 18 at the time. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so um, that was that, really. Yeah. Because he managed when I was a kid, he managed Portway and played for Portway. He did, yeah. Um, and he managed me. I wrote it. He came to Bath. Was you there then? Yeah, uh, yeah. He, I think Bobby Jones got the same. He got something exactly the same as Bobby. Yeah. Now the German cup, but he was top man, a bit like yeah. a bit low key, back, but yeah, yeah laid back. Well, I think he met Mangusford after Arrow, didn't he? I think he, he did. Yeah. That's yeah. Thing, Alec, sorry, yeah. But so, like you said, Mike, he is a, he is a legend. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, such well, a nice bloke as well. After you know, I, I couldn't wait to get off the pitch. But I've, I've said it before though, I came up against a few old pros, and I remember I mentioned Peter Taylor, I think, on air. Mm-hmm. He, he just left 
Woking or something, but he was manager of me too, as well, Claire Man. Yeah. He dropped the shoulder to me, yeah. and I was got paid twice to get back in. It was literally, I could not <laughs> yeah. believe it. You know, because I was used to dropping the shoulder. Yeah. But look, like, he's gone massively there. Well, I couldn't, I thought, fair So you imagine too. how good they were when they were, oh, when they were at in it. their prime. Yeah. 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 Quite remember going out and watch Rovers play Gillingham, and I think Aaron Jones scored four. Yeah. And the whole grind was singing his name. Mm, yeah. And uh, by that night, he's. But there, he's on the verge of England, isn't he? In the World yeah. Cup. Yeah. So, they all me had no chance. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, on the pitches and then everything else back then, you know, to do what he did, yeah. Mm. Special. Yeah. Special. Yeah. So, so, what happened next then? Well, after that, um, I got a bit sort of fell out of football, so I, I went out of it for a little bit and didn't bother to play. And, mucked about doing other things and then um, I got um, invited to play for um, Glen Sois and Gabriels um, in the Suburban League so I went out there for a bit and what was that with a few like mates or just no, did you have any contact there I forget, I forget it's like who, a random one isn't it yeah I, I forget it's a matter now Kenny 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 Mike Payne was playing out there oh, right. uh, Ray Uten. Um, but I, I forget who took, I forget how we went there. But I went there in. Um, it sounds days. like you were in a boozer one night, and someone said, "Oh, will you come and play for us?" But I'm trying to think how I got there, ain't so. So I ended up there, and um, thoroughly enjoyed that. And then um, from there, sort of, um, Billy Daly was playing for us, and he had connections down Bristol Manor Farm. Um, and I went. I was invited down training with Mike Fisher, and I ended up signing there. And I signed there the same day as Mark Johns did. Right. And Sunday afternoon went down in. Um, then we, we we signed in. Again, that was a very nice club. Some good players there down at that time, weren't there? Yeah, he had. Um, you playing? mentioned Minnie Fisher, Chrissy Rex there. Rex was playing. Yeah, Mark Johns was playing. We had Pete Tiz, Mickey Toomey. Oh, and it, Dave I mean, Parsons. I, yeah, I think we played Clan Down, didn't we? When you were playing with Clan Down, and um, we were all going for promotion, and Clan Down were winning the league, and you came down to us, and we won one 0 but it's the biggest one 0 battering of our life. <laughs> we had one shot at goal, Mark John scored, and we hung on for dear life, and we beat Clan Down one 0 But then two weeks later, we only beat us three 0 yeah. And we didn't go up. I think kind of went up with him, sir. I'm impressed with your memory, Mike. Mm -hmm. we, I'm impressed with your memory because we've had a few in here. I couldn't remember yeah. where they parked the car when they leave. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but I, I can't remember things closer now. <laughs> I can remember longer. So, um, and that, that's when we first come across yourself, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what did you spend down Manor for? I was there for about three years. Yeah. Three years. And um, then I um, had an opportunity to go to Portway with Bobby George. Yeah. And, um, he played for Man of Farm as well, though, didn't he? Bobby, at uh, some stage? Don't think so. No? I didn't realize that. Good factor. Yeah, I always get one more. <laughs> Bobby George, I mean, he was, um, Port was in the Premier of the Western League. And, um, you know, so, and he always had, they always were decent, Portway. Yeah, they were, yeah. But, you know, they were very fit. Yeah. And like, he used to run us on a Tuesday. Um, because I used to play on Saturday and on Sunday for Tabra Beaufort. Yeah. And I was cream cracker then. So Tuesday I used to 
Yeah, that's who I can first probably remember you from, like the yeah, 70 Bufford, football yeah. Bufford, because I was at yeah. Sarton, I Sarton, think. Yeah. And we, we were like, you yeah. said the clan then, we was asking. We have a chat with Yeah, yeah it's like, like, yeah, cool. He'd chat like mad on the pitch, too. But he, um, trying to put you off. But Bobby George, like, he would he would run and rag it on a Sharpton golf course on a Tuesday night. Yeah. And I'd never, I'd used to be spewing my. Or was you a fit lad there, Mike, in your prime? Uh, yeah, yeah. Was, well, we should like, You like the training bit. Well, we had to do it. I mean, yeah. you had to do it. I mean, I think sort of, as you know, you both know, sort of, you got to train twice a week, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and your week was built round that. There are some people that are like naturally fit or enjoy being fit, and there's others. You know, we've had some good players in here, and yeah. like I say, one Stevie Winters. Yeah. The good Stevie Winters. <laughs> <laughs> He ate your training. Yeah, you know, I, I, I didn't fit, love lad. it. I didn't you love know? it. No. But I, yeah, I'd be done. And there's other players who are fitness, yeah. like Grantley, for instance. Yeah. Grantley would run with his bin bag on in train hard, Jeff Hazels, yeah. people like that. Yeah, but they're not too fit. No, yeah, no, they just but they keep, they keep at it all the time. There's others. Yeah. I used to find know. it. I used to find it. You know, I, I, did, I used to do it because I had necessity. Really. Yeah. And I think, you know, to do yourself justice, you've got to be fair, man. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, so, but on a Tuesday night, I used to pack some time and I used to get fined on a Saturday. But I used to take the fine. Yeah. Because I used to, on a Tuesday night, and I, but even now I drive past you up to the golf course <laughs> and I look at that hill, <laughs> nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 I think, oh, I look away, I remember it. And, um, but hey, Portway, they were a very fit side, always ran the top six, top yeah. seven, in a good league that. Yeah, you know, in, um he had no stars, but he, he built he built a good side. Mm. But you know, he, he wasn't a bad player himself, though, was he? He's right. He's fit as yeah. himself, isn't he? Yeah, fit as fanatic. But he's a runner. Oh my god! Are you, are you, are you, I couldn't be like it myself. I've heard that. I have nightmares about it now, in all fairness. <laughs> but yeah, so that was it, right? Then I went off to Clevedon. Then yeah, I went off to Clevedon um, with with Steve Darcy and um, Derek Robbins again. I had a good bunch of lads, and all first, most dressing rooms are good, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. You, you don't there. You very rarely find a, a bad dressing room, and um, Cleveland had a good dressing room, and uh, I enjoyed that there. Yeah. Is that where you first come across Pete Rimble? Yeah. Because I can remember seeing you about like inside with your tracksuit, your Cleveland yeah. tops on and stuff, yeah. going yeah. Out and, yeah. and chatting to Pete for seven or eight hours. Yeah, Pete Rimble. Wow, well he's great. He's coming in soon, so that'd just be give it, Just give it to me, man. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's what happened. Yeah. Jamie, Jamie brought up, mm. uh, Jamie Patch brought up Durst, you know. Yeah. Sad that one, terrible. You know, um, such a such a lovely bloke. Yeah, terrible. Uh, um, but he always he always used to give me problems, Durst, as a, as a centre forward. He's a handful, isn't he? Yeah. He's a big, yeah. Yeah. You know, a handful, big, yeah. big all that money. Yeah. And um, like when he used to play, when he used to play McKenzie, wouldn't he? You know, him yeah. and Johnny, Johnny Norman up front, Johnny Rogers and Dill and Crowder back, Mickey Pace right back, clean everything that moves. Yeah. You mentioned you mentioned Pete Crowley. Yeah. Earlier, um, so that was the first time you two Western, played together. Down Western, yeah. yeah. And um, I think I was like seventy-five-ish, I think. And um, well, we've been friends ever since. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of our all our friends are for football-based. Well, mine, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know Pete, but I'd never really seen him play as a player. Was he anything like yeah. your brother Richard who we played with for years? Yeah. Tough. Yeah. Uncompromising. The yeah. whole family yeah. was. Yeah. Paul. Yeah. Pete. Rich. They had um, Weston, had him and Dave Stone behind. Oh. Yeah. Dave Stone in front of 50 games of Bristol Rovers. He's like, different gravy, mate. Yeah. You know, and, but you know, he, he did, but they're a really good partnership. 
played for the Western League as a partnership. So then, in the early mid seventies, was like you said about the leagues. When there's I was only one division. Were, yeah. There's only one division then. Oh, good. you had reserve sites in it then, like Bristol yeah. City reserves, yeah. didn't you? I mean, yeah. you had Falmouth in it and um, teams like that, and Bartsville were having to go at it. Was always a good trip though, wasn't it, Falmouth? Oh yeah, overnight. Yeah, we do it overnight. Yeah, yeah. After yeah. <laughs> <laughs> problem, just go Saturday. Things Sunday, let's go Saturday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's, that's, what, that's what happened. Yeah. So c- tell us a bit more about Clevedon. Yeah, um, we were there in um, sort of oh, when I first went there. Dick Petworth was playing, and um, then who else came? He did just change and players come and go, don't they? Did you have success down there? Did you win things? No, no, no nothing at all. Because you had no. some, like you just mentioned the players there. Yeah, no, good no, players. No, we got into cut for a couple of times against you boys. Don't make it bad, but obviously never quite all too strong for us. Um, so I stayed there for, for four years, then I went to Forest Green then for a bit. The year he went to um, Wembley, huh? and what happened was um, I'd got injured, and early part of the season, Bob Parrott was playing, and I wasn't getting in, and Steve, Mud- Steve Millard rang me up and said, would I fancy a change? So... Um, I wouldn't play him, but I did explain to him that, and Bob Marcel's the manager, I right. did explain that, so I'd been injured, I hadn't played very much, and I had a lot of things going on off the pitch that would probably affect me on the pitch. Yeah. And <clears throat> he said, Bob Marcel, just don't rub it out, we would get you fit, etc. So I went up, and um, he took me around the ground, there was a lawn at the time, yeah. um, and then I signed. And then um, I think I played. Might have played one of the first two rounds of the Vars. That's really when the Vars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, did alright. Then we we opened up the lights and we had Wolverhampton Wanderers come down with the first team. And they beat us six one, but you know, like John Richards was playing, Wayne Clark was playing. They they had them all out. Mm-hmm. Only two the only two they didn't play was um, Andy Gray and uh, Willie Carr. Right. They played. That was yeah. a good Wolves team then as well. Yeah, they beat a six one, and we were about with Dave Moss in goal and all that, and John Richards scored half way line. I think, <laughs> think, think he, he meant to do it as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so that didn't work out because, in all fairness, yeah, I, I, as I explained to him, I I probably wouldn't like it. Probably I should have done made the move really because I wouldn't like. A lot going away. on. Yeah, a lot going on, and um, in the end. You know, sort of, um, he pulled me aside and said, you know, he let me go. And so you didn't get to Wembley the no, sooner? No, 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 near it, no. Oh. But they had, like, they were playing for them, they had, like, Andy Leach, yeah. Steve Doughty, they had, um, who else was playing? Mickey Burns was playing, Mudguard was playing. Yeah. And um, they went on and won it. Yeah. But um, then after that, I went back to Marrow Farm, and then... Um, for a little bit, I went to Mangus. Um, Mangus, I forgot that. So then, that was it. So then, what happened? I started to work myself, and I couldn't do the training. I went out to Yate for a bit, but I never done myself justice there. And um, but work had to come first. Yeah. And then um, I was trying to fill break, and he said to me, "Why don't you come up? Come up, Bruce. Derek Robbins is there as well. Yeah. Why are you from Clevedon?" And um, I went up there in probably one of the best we've ever made, really. Is that yeah. as a player you went yeah. up there to start with? No, yeah, I was, I was out 31, 32 at the time, mm. 32. 
I, I, I think it's a, a reoccurring theme from some of these podcasts. You know that you know you said you had your your issues going on out outside, yeah. yeah, and yeah. it does affect your football. Oh, it did you definitely. Know, yeah. it, it affects no, me anyway. There's no ifs and buts, and that's been a common denominator, yeah. hasn't yeah. it? Yeah, with the likes of Dean Radford and Phil yeah. Andreo and yeah. Spud Aaron last week. You know, and I can remember when you know. <laughs> I went through a divorce, you yeah, know, and, yeah. but it affected me. Game. It affected, yeah, it yeah. to. Yeah. And they were human beings. Yeah. You know, when we're not professionals, and uh, you can't just switch on and off, can you? No, and um, I explained that to them before I signed at Forest Green. And, um, but yeah, so it is what it is. And, um, so you started off a new chapter at Briz? Yeah, and um, Jamie and Doris, I was there, and then Derek Robbins stood down and he got, I think Phil Brake with a big hand in getting Jamie and Doris up here. And um, then the clubs were really took off then, at our level, like, you know. Yeah. And um, we had like a fantastic dressing room. Um, but when you're winning games, it's, that's what happens, isn't it? Yeah. But you had a lot of good people behind well, the scenes, because I think Jamie mentioned all that, didn't he? Jamie, yeah, Jamie was brilliant as well, I mean. But we had, um, behind the scenes, there was like, um, Frank Durbin, Frank Bishop, yeah. and all, all have been there for years, mate. Yeah, yeah. And um, but you know, we had some good players. I mean, we had Andy Perrot was playing, and Andy Diamond was playing. Yeah, you know, he comes to you, yeah. We had, we had Steve Strong playing. We had Mark Hacker playing. Steve Miles. I'm going to give Steve Strong a mention because I'll see you in the bar afterwards on Saturday at Brislington, and he shot off <laughs> without. Buying a beer or having a beer. Well, nothing Can't ever, believe it's strong. Nothing ever changes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. So, um, you know, and it, it, it went from there, and then, you know, we, we had a fantastic dressing room. Yeah. And uh, Gary Martin and Steve, um, Steve Mars. Is this when you uh, got your nickname, Bob Lad? Oh, that was Gary Martin. Put, um, and that was it, Brisbane, so Yeah. What a cheat, Mike. Yeah, yeah. terrible. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. <laughs> but, but I, I have been called worse. Right? <laughs> so um, and it just went from there, really. And yeah. uh, we had a very successful period. I um, I got Derek Robbins. I just remembered Derek Robbins. Always were running. Yeah, runner. Yeah. He, wherever. Yeah. He, 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 yeah. Do half marathons in? We never run to the bar, right? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, he's gonna miss him there. I haven't <laughs> seen him for a few oh, years. He's sort of saying, "Me, I'm changing yeah. soon. Uh, he's so wiry good. and got a sense of humour. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, yeah good. good. Yeah. yeah. So you ripped Briz, mate, as a player, and that sort of faded out, yeah, to come into the backroom sort of stuff. Yeah, we. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I was 35, 36, and um, I think we. No, you do well, no, I ended up coming the night to Briz, yeah. and you were assistant, assistant yeah. to Jamie. Yeah, and we and we had we had a good side again. Jamie, yeah, he, he was a good manager, no doubt about that. And I just think he probably could have gone in. Done a higher level, yeah. And I don't know why clubs didn't take a chance on him, but he was excellent for a full club. And um, he brought players in at the right time, you know. And when Dave come in, he sort of gives that kick on to, to go up, don't we? Mm, we had a good season, yeah. But we had, like you said, with the camaraderie we had it oh, at that time, we were all mates. And I used to go and, I used to go and cry, and yeah, we were laughing. But I ended up rooming you, we went away, yeah. <laughs> and um, so we, yeah, so then, then, um. Jamie sort of said to me, and he was right that time, he pulled me aside, went to Salford and watched a football match on Sunday, Sunday morning. And he said, I think your legs are gone. And I think he's right. I, mean, I, I know that anyway. You, you know that. You, yeah. you, you know when you're finished. You're yeah. And he's be right. And he said, would well, I like to go with him as number two? Which I said, yeah. And um, I learned a lot off him. Yeah. You know, he's excellent. 
forgot to ask you this. Is that before Bobby P was his number two or because if Bobby P was his number two he might have been at another club? Yeah, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been. Bobby was Parrott. It, was it Cleveland? Mm. Yeah, it could be Cleveland, because Bobby Parrott was telling me. Yeah. Jamie didn't listen to him anyway. No, Whatever he said, no, yeah. he just ignored it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, um, and that's what happened. So I went with him for, uh, for a couple of seasons, and we were quite successful. And um, then, obviously, the um, Paul Bishop, he had enough. And, um, His chairman. Yeah, mm-hmm. then we got Jeff Hobbs in, um, and it's very difficult to be chairman. It's, it's it's very difficult. It's easy to criticise and all that, but it's well, no, that that was that was you know it, it's been mentioned last week with, with yeah. Badger Webb. Yeah, you know and that was the time when I was at the club. It's, yeah. it's, it's I'll, I'll, I'll come on to that in a minute. Yeah, and um, so yeah. So anyway, so. Um, we made a, uh, a change at the club, and um, probably in hindsight, um, you know, we, we felt like after 11 years it had gone a bit flat. Yeah. And there's four or five of us sat there, and you know, we, we made a decision in hindsight, probably not, not for change of the manager. No, no. It, it was a, probably for the club the wrong decision because Jamie was, Jamie was like a um, big part of the club, and he's probably done wrong, and that's probably my one regret the chairman is that that didn't get handled correctly and it's probably so did you step down so Jeff Hobbs took over no 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 Jeff Jeff I think Jeff Hobbs I think they I forget about Panda I, I came in after Jeff Hobbs right okay, I think yeah, we said to, I think we said to Jeff Jeff we think it's going the wrong direction yeah because at the end of the day Briz is what Briz is yeah you know in um you know and I we just fancied that he was promising to promising that and the club couldn't fulfil that yeah you know and I, th- I think he was talking to you about budget so I'm going we can't afford that yeah no we can afford that so um, and that's what happened yeah and then I took then I took over as um, chairman in um, uh, you became manager you become manager yeah. um, and it's hard job isn't it yeah especially our level I mean, I mean, for a manager, or in, bear in mind, you've been manager at a, a really good level, and I can remember seeing um, all the Bath City boys out on a Saturday night, and I was really impressed with the camaraderie that you had within your group. Yeah. You know, and you were top six at the conference, mate. Yeah. You know, that, well, yeah, that's terrific, isn't it? You know, and um, yeah, so so that, um, but you know. It, it, that didn't work out probably, and it's, it's a very difficult level to, to manage. But it, it happens, doesn't it? You yeah, know, and it, it's, it's it, not personal. It's never personal. No. Never. But it's like what you said, Mike. You've got your own business to run. There's other things going on. It ain't just turning up and being no. chairman of the football club. No. There's a hundred and one other things in your yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it's it is hard. You know, and you you were running a successful business as well, Mike. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Flat out. So well, we've know. had people on here too, haven't we? Saying was it Ian Spud Erin the other day, the other week, and he was saying about. It was affecting all his life, yeah. you know. He was thinking about football. Who's going to put in this team? Yeah. And that's just the manager. When yeah. you think of the chairman, you've got that and everything else going yeah. on. You know, I've, 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 so, I've come on to that. I mean, I've got kind of things, you know, yeah. from a chairman's point of view. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, in um, so you know, so we yeah, we we just felt that you know it was, um, but it's, what a, it's not personal, never personal, and uh, because the club can. Uh, 
Briz can only reach a certain level for, for what the club is financially and crowds and then um, well, I've been sacked four or five times at different football clubs mm. and you're the only one that called me in and said it to me face yeah. and I always respected that yeah. you know um, Paul Bliss never Ray Stock never yeah. well I didn't resign it oh, I didn't I didn't get a sack at Bath the Trowbridge didn't you know um, you yeah. know it, it was respect to him. Yeah, of course it is. Because at the end of the day, I've known you a long time. And, and, and the thing is, how I look at it, Briz was amateur football. Yeah. You know, and I still want to be able to look you in the face when I see you out. Yeah. Like, like we do now, we have a chat and I see you, we have a pint or whatever. And because it's not personal. No. And and, and although I, I was I was gutted at the time, um, I, I, I could see it. Badger, Badger made a Nigel Webb made a comment last week about uh, Bruce wanted their club back, and I, I, in, I probably didn't see it then, but I could see it now because I wanted the next level yeah, right, and the so level that I'm, I'm because that, that's yeah. that's how I how I was. I can remember having a, a row with Graham Day, mm. and I regretted regretted it. The moment it happened, mm. um, uh, but we had a, we we had a row, and where's this? It, it, it breeze. Oh yeah, it breeze. Mm. Outside the dressing room. Yeah, and this was all over me being pissy because we lost, mm. uh, and Dale had caught me at the wrong moment, mm. and I reared up at him. He's mm. reared up at me, and mm. it, uh, it's just our characters. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, uh, Tim's here. Go drink then. Yeah, and I'm right, you so. Yeah, I'm right, you so. Yeah, that's dead right. Anyway. So you know, so I, I mean, I always tried. You know no one's perfect no. we all make mistakes yeah. you know in, um, but yeah, I, I think in respect I would talk to you man to man yeah because you, 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 you I think you would to me yeah you know, I, mean, I mean the times when you like release players you don't release my text I would have no. thought you release them face to face and say look it ain't working for me you know I'm, I'm going to let you go it happened to me as a player and when I've seen them guys after mm-hmm. Jacko done it yay Bob Marcel did it I so have a drink, not to see bollocks. If I see Jacko, we have a drink and have a bit of fun with him. It's not personal. No. You know, and I never took it personally. So, so from there, we, um, then, but as chairman, you have to, you know, be careful what you, you know, where you take a club, and you have to realise where lots of clubs, where you can go with it. Mm-hmm. You know, and Briz, um, we had Nigel Webb come in, um, and he was successful at High Ridge. Um, and in all fairness, you know, he he, um, he did a good job for us. Um, you know, he, he had what I thought was a, reason, a decent budget for our level. Um, but we had some good players. And um, we, um, if I remember correctly, we were in the league. We were, that was us in Team Bath. They were going for it. But Team Bath put a run of like 24 wins on the bounce. Mm. Together, my, you know, and um, so we came second, and I thought we were really unlucky. Another year, we we probably won that, um, and we got beaten in the cup final. And um, yeah, it was one of them things. But you know, yeah, as I said before, it's hard work managing Western League level because you know you got, and even now the manager today they got hell of a job in Bristol because there's so many teams chasing the same players. I can remember chatting to when you were at Portland, Martin Grimshaw. I remember chatting to Martin Grimshaw. I think another team was coming up from the Bristol to Southern Southerly. Mm. And he said, there's not enough players to go around. He's right, of the, of the standard. 
he always said that Martin Rogers and right. when he was down mm -hmm. he, at Tiverton they always said that you know there, there isn't there wasn't enough players there's not enough sustain. players there's, there's too many look at derbies as well aren't there there's teams. too much history between you all isn't there and also, and also you get like um, teams from outside but we're taking Bristol players yeah you know Gloucester would take a few Tiverton would take a few Taunton would take a few you know and Chippenham would take a few yeah and so you know, and it, it, and for managers, it's, it's got to be. A but you look around those, like there, but a lot of those teams, I bet you've had half a half a dozen club had the same sort of players all the time, didn't well, they? I, I mean, how many players do we know well, we went from Chippenham to Mangerville to Bris to but, Clevedon? Well, they, they go for the best offer, and, yeah. You know, and I heard um, I've had some rumour about the comments last week uh, from Nigel Webb in about the Bris situation and the Mangerville situation. I'm going to come on to the Mangerville in a minute. But the bridge situation was we had a budget, um, but the club could not go no further, and he couldn't raise the money. It was unsustainable. Yeah, you know, in it was coming out of individuals' pockets, and in the end, individuals get fed up with that. You know, and and it came to a time where um, I forget what happened now. I mean, this is twenty, twenty-five years ago. Um, but I think, you know, perhaps he didn't get his own way, so he, he left. Yeah. And that was it, you know. But we have to secure the club's future. There's no good going chasing dreams if it's at the club. I think the thing with that is if there's a promise at the start and they don't fulfil the promise, then you can feel aggrieved, can't you? The wages. If it's never promised, you ain't going <coughs> to be aggrieved about but, it, have you? But the, the, the trouble with that is that, you know, if the manager comes to the start of the season and he say, I want X, and you do your damnedest to try to achieve that, and then you hopefully, somewhere along the line, things are churning for you and someone come in out, how the crowds want to pick up. Because if, if I said, if I said, right, you're the budget, and it was, well, Jamie, you work with nothing, mate. Yeah. He yeah. worked with nothing. You know, in, uh, and I, 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 I get it. My, don't get me wrong, I get what managers, I get they want the biggest budget, and I get they want to play also, I get that. But there comes a time when if the, you can't pay out what's not coming in, and you can only, you know, as a chairman, you can only sort of, because you don't know what's happening in the winter. I mean, I can remember in 2010 when we had the bad winter, we didn't play for like two months. We just had to pay the players. See, I can I can see it. All. I can see. I, I can see. Sides. I can see the. But what, I'm, what I see in my head as well, mm. both sides, yeah. is as a manager, if I'm going yeah. out and promising, say, I fifty pound that. a week, I get that. And then you work your ass off to get yeah, that player, and they're giving it, and all of a sudden you say yeah. it's being cut to twenty five. Okay. Now that player could have stayed wherever he was yeah. without you giving him all that yeah. pressure to come here because we're going to get to Briz or Mangotsfield and we're yeah. going to go to the next level. Then if it is dream, you the manager then looks a fool yeah. because he's promised him that. I get that. And the one who gets the stick probably ain't the chairman then. It's the manager for selling yeah. the false dream. Yeah. Do you remember a false promise, I should yeah. say? So that's where it's all a bit... It, it, it's gets difficult. a bit muddy. It, 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 it is it, difficult, Mike. And I can see where you're coming from because yeah. you can see what's coming and where it's going. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you can't pull money out of the sky. No. And they know that. They're, 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 but they're, I just they're, they're think... Not they're, a they're not a magic money tree. No. And um, the thing is, like, you know, you, you, you're the best one in the world. You can go, OK, we'll give you that. But then, you know, sort of when the income streams dry up, it's very difficult unless you're a bigger club where and you know, so we're we were relying on individuals to help out. And the Amazon are league now, the majority of clubs these days are got benefactors. Yeah. 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 It's it's always been the same, hasn't it? It's always been the same yeah. in football, you know. But but I, but I do get it. I, I get what managers are saying and, you know, 
So it's just sometimes you've got to put yourself in the oh. chairman's shoes and yeah. the manager's shoes yeah. and see yeah. it from both points but of view. I, I yeah. think it's, I'm not quite sure it's right to criticise unless you're both sides. Exactly, both yeah. sides, you know. But you've been both sides as well, I've been you? both sides, yeah, so I've seen that. And then um, then obviously then um, I left Bray's and then um, I think Badger rang me up. Uh, we did and said, you know, would I fancy Mangus Hook? I don't think you're very happy what's going on out there. So I know, sorry Mike, but in again, but Richard Davis, the old chairman, yeah. he wanted you up there for a little while, didn't he? Yeah, Because I can remember you yeah. saying to me that yeah. he wants me to go there. Yeah, yeah. And um, so um, I met the, um, they, and they, 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 they were skating the league. And um, so I met, I went out for uh, lunch with Richard Davis and um, it's a club I always felt I always thought it had a potential, potential I always thought yeah. it could go on in, you know, in... Um, good catchment as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Football, yeah, it is, mate. Yeah, it's got yeah, good names. See the players that have been through the club. Yeah. You know, people, professionals and all the pitch on the wall. And you can see that. It, I always thought it had a chance to push on. But um, anyway, so I met people down. They come to my office and we sat down and, you know, we had a discussion and... Um, I said I'd do it, um, but it's it very apparent when I got involved that mm. <laughs> you know, they, they were they were um, win the league, but it was totally unsustainable. And it, and in all fairness to Roger Pulley, and I think though he took a bit of stick for it, I think he did flag that up a few times with the committee, um, and he, I think they said, you've got to rumble it now. And I could see both sides of as well. Yeah. You know, you're skating the league all of a sudden, you pull the budget, and but, you know, and I think, and I was I was told again that when they won, won the league, um, the other director has said, we've won it, but at a terrible cost. Mm. So, that was Western League then, yeah? Uh, no, that was, uh, yeah, he went yeah, up, yeah. 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 Went up, yeah. Was it Western League? Yeah. Um, yeah, during the service, yeah, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they won it, went up and. So, that was it. Was it Summer League? No, 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 that's Summer League. They went to, some, they went up to the um, Premier Division. Yeah, right. Yeah, they went to the Summer League one, well, they went to the Premier Division. But, um, so, but. <laughs> the more you got in, you used to look around it, it was like all dressed up and it was unsustainable. I mean, the wage bill was. You, I, you, I can remember they had some decent players there, like oh, ex City players. Good players. But they were so and all that. So, Darren yeah. Edwards, all good yeah. players, and yeah. they had a really good side. And, but you know, they, but they, they, they come at a cost, mm. you know. And, 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 and the club couldn't afford it, you know. I mean, the club was going bankrupt. Yeah. So. Um, so we've gone in and so we tried to steady it and we've gone up um, into a division that they could not sustain that level of football with the costs, you know, of running the um, the coaches every week, the Kings of it, yeah. Grantham, you know, you've got a wage bill way out of, you know, and the, the money just wasn't there. Um, had players on contract, you know, and all sorts of things that's going on. And um, so, you know, and what people don't realise is that, you know, the banks, the banks and um, there is bank loans there, there is brewery loans there, 
we have we've had to we've gone we've had to guarantee the bank loan, personal guarantees. There was overdraft, a large overdraft. We've had to guarantee that, personal guarantees. See, so there's a lot of things that uh, ordinary blokes don't see and uh, that goes on. And you so, know it got to go on because you know someone's got to pay for the upkeep yeah. of the ground, the floodlights, well, I mean, the I mean, I mean, I mean you've, you've only got to look at the, the main to the pitch. Yeah. For that level. Mm. The coach travel, we went to King's Inn, it was 1100 quid then, mm-hmm. 2005. Two drivers, Grantham and all them clubs, you know, it's, it's great to be in it, but you've got to afford it. Yeah. And the mm. club, it, it just didn't have the money to have the income going in. And, you know, and it, 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 was, it was really hard work. And so if you get fed up, I'd wake up in the middle of the night thinking, how are we going to pay that bill? Mm. How are we going to pay that bill? People don't see that now, Mike, do they? They don't tell you, you know, we've mentioned a couple of times, you know, with a manager and, and, and mm. your, your chairman, it, it is 24 7. Yeah, yeah. And is. you don't switch off from it. You know, in sort of like, you wake up at night, you're thinking, Christ, how are we going to pay that? And then, sort of, you know, in. Um, then you sort of train facilities, then obviously then Sky Football come in, they're yeah. playing like three times on a Saturday night, Champions League on a midweek, crowds were getting hit. There was times when you played at home, and by the time we'd, we'd left, the, you paid the uh, referees and you know, all that sort of stuff, we were left at 80 quid. Mm. Yeah. You know, and like even though people say, yeah, but you're open, you're open five nights a week. So I say that'd be skills. But Sometimes we would say take know, 200 quid. But on that, that includes the VT. Mm. Oh, that would come the price of the beer. And you've got to pay the staff. Got to pay the staff. <laughs> Electrics. Yeah. Nothing left. No. You know, so I think managers, though I get it, you know, they've mm. got to understand that, you know, there's a, there's costs that we had staff to pay, you know, and then you've got all sorts of things going on. And it was really, in all fairness, it was unenjoyable. And then it comes to a time, then lucky you know, I had Pete Crowley come in, Bob Jenkins, and Martin Preedy came in, and they all signed up to these these um, personal guarantees, you know. Which, uh, but they're fantastic. Pete, like when you think he'd done the pitch on his own, yeah, done it all on his own, just looked after a pitch, and the pictures was lovely. Bob on a Saturday, we were at home, we'd bring all the catering stuff in out of his own pocket, so the crew wouldn't have to pay that. And oh, also, brilliant. yeah, uh, brilliant. And Martin Pree would, would do, and you know, he had the hardest job in the world with the finance, he had to answer all the phone. We could, we could never pay no debts, we don't pay any bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pay the wages. I there. think that's a way of a lot of clubs as well, though. No, isn't well, it? You know, I've been involved in clubs, I mean, I was at Backwell, and never even had a phone. Yeah. Couldn't find the result. So, and you have a bar, we had to bring cans in. So, you know, so I find it, I find it, you know, um, people got, you know, like bad what you said last week. I'm not sure if that's quite fair. And um, you, unless you've listened to both sides of it. Yeah. And that's why that's that's that's, that's why we've got got you in as well. We yeah. were always going to get you in anyway because you you get loads of mentions on it. But it is interesting to hear it from a chairman's point of view. You know. And you know, going back, you know, back in the day, I, I tried to get Bob Boyd to buy Bath City at the mm. time, mm. and he, he could have he could have done it if he mm. wanted. Mm. And he said, Rico, why why do I want to spend my own yeah. money? Yeah. You know, when players will move for yeah. an extra tenner or yeah. fifty quid or whatever. And he was right. And he never. He he never invested as he did. No, and he's right. You yeah. know, in um, looking back... Well, you stuck at it, Mike. Yeah, well, I mean, at the time, I mean, had I known, I probably would have done it. Yeah. I would have done it, because I didn't realise the, the state the club was in. Yeah. Um, but once you're in, and then, 
Yeah. You're still there now, Mike, aren't you? I'm finishing in three weeks' time. You are, are you? That's yeah. the end of the era, isn't it? Yeah. Someone lined up to take over? Yeah, they've got... Um, it's the junior section to be taken over. Yeah. And they'd be right. I mean, they've got um, um, loads of people involved. Loads well, of people fair play to Mike. You've had a good stint there, haven't you? Yeah, but, but it's like I said, you know, um, what people don't realise was the other side of it, the personal guarantees. Yeah, yeah. You know, like banks, bank managers ringing me up saying you've gone over overdraft and you need to correct it today. So, so we had to correct. So it. on your watch, they could have fooled it quite a few times, really. Um, if we'd have carried on mm. the way it was going, it would have gone back last mm. year. There would be no club. Yeah. And same Briz, had we gone on like that, it would have been no club. So it's all right for other people to moan and groan, but it's easy to spend other people's money. Yeah. And then I'm worried the custodians of the club. And I chat to Pete Craig loads of times about it, and you know he says, "Christ, they don't, no one knows half what went on out there." And uh, but it is a good club, and you know I think hopefully they'll. Um, but going back to what I said, and then we had um, the bank kept ringing me up because we had an overdraft, and they were really uncomfortable with it because we didn't seem to move it. It was always always a top end of our overdraft, and um, he he sort of. Um, give me two years to get rid of it and it's quite a lot mm. and, um, but what you know what another thing is like say January and February when the club sh- basically shut because mm. nothing going on still got to pay the players wages mm. you know and it, it became a it's a, it's a terrible drain on the club mm, wow. and um, yeah difficult yeah mm. but don't get it wrong I get managers and I get what they mean mm. and, I, and they want the best get the best players and the best budgets but sometimes it's not sustainable and I think Mangus when they went up um, to go up to the Premier Division I think there's some egos there's some kind of egos there that took them up but yeah a terrible cost for the club yeah and I think the club took a real long time to recover from that yeah well, it's an interesting listen from from your perspective or yeah. as a chairman's perspective on, on both Brews and yeah. Mangotsfield but I think you know you deserve tremendous credit because you were talking 45 years from playing right eight, away yeah, yeah. 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 more than that, eight, 57 years yeah yeah, yeah that's a play, long mate. time yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and you know what, like you're one of the people I think that the best banner who gets the stick given to you don't you yeah, really? I mean we all I, I mean the times was it Brits they used to put everything on they put coat hangers on his back while he had his suit on what, and he what went, about when uh, I had the dog next yeah, he ditched his dog I mean he's had so much stuff I mean you you I know had, um, bobble out head all the time and I, I, I had my dog I had my dog pinched so I got a guard dog and I had him pinched and um, Bonnie Phillips rang me up and said do you want to put an editorial in the post he was reading post yeah and I said, yeah, I'll do that because, you know, I love my dog and all that. And um, so, of course, on the Friday night, it was in the evening post, and I sat there with a picture of a dog. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he looked the same. The same sort of there. So the so next day, we're at home, and um, I could see a bit of sniggering going on, so I didn't take it no So anyway, so I walked in, into the club after the game, and the whole club 
sang how much is that dog in the window <laughs> <laughs> and the whole club sang and I was, I was oh. but one of the funny things who pinched it then um, Jippo's pinched it <laughs> found it at a gypsy site over in Thornbury I had to pay for it and pay for the dog and then he come back around sat me out so he was there yeah. that's true that's yeah. true yeah but one of the funny one of the funny things it brings was um, was involving Richard George. Yeah. Did you play down Cliss when you won? No, I don't think so. We had a top table clash down there in um we went down in we won four one and Richard Richard George ripped to pieces. Anyway, our secretary, Frank Derby, and I had a phone call from a from Presser North End saying, um, how how old is this Richard George? Because they like, had a phone call and he said twenty one. So of course, anyway, on Saturday we're at home, and this bloke turns up from Preston North End, and he he sat there and he watched teams come out. And Richard George runs out, <laughs> thirty-two in grey hair, <laughs> <laughs> and, and he said, "Your secretary told me he's twenty-one." He said, "I've been in the car all morning." He was this chin at the floor, he's devastated <laughs> and he drank his tea and left <laughs> oh, oh, so yeah he thought he was 21 I, I can um, obviously you uh, got about a bit in socially Yeah. when you know I can remember seeing you downtown yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. the clubs yeah, and yeah, yeah. the bars and yeah, yeah. it's good times when it? yeah I, I, I just think times have changed haven't they yeah you know, I think um, yeah, I think it's different generations, and um, looks like to see you and the boys at wedges, wouldn't it? All the yeah. boys out there, Graham with the Gary Smart, and all your boys and great, great boys. We used to go to Port House, didn't we, and yeah. look about. And um, but you know, we, I think it, it, I think football's wonderful thing. Team sports, basically. Yeah, you've had a great life in football, really, my kind. Yeah, the stresses as chairman. Yeah, but you look that, back. Yeah, yeah you've had that. Yeah, and probably not enjoy most enjoyable. No. But, but Manchester's a lovely club, mine, but you, know, you just can't walk away, can you? you, you well, you're now, three weeks' time. Yeah, but you, I'm just saying, if you put your name to it, I think you've got to see it through. Yeah, fair play to yeah. you for doing that. You know, we're a couple of, you know, but obviously, you know, when Pete Craig left, that was a blow to me, and um, Bob Jenkins was great as well, uh, Martin Preedy, and they're proper football people as well. Well, you ran the name of Martin, you know, you're just going to hand it over yeah, now and, you know, you know still keep um, an eye on what's going on. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, but, yeah, we're all football people, you know, nothing, we'd like nothing better than see a team on a Saturday afternoon yeah. and win and enjoy your beer after. Yeah. But you've got to do it without putting the club at jeopardy. Yeah, yeah. fair play, Mike. Because at the end of the day, it could easily go and pop. Yeah. yeah, put a good point across there, I think. Yeah, yeah. Mike Richardson, Brim. Thanks very much from Painter and Rico. Yeah, Thank you, Mike. And yeah, Rico. what a mate. It's uh, been a good listen and um, yeah, see you again soon. Brim. Thank you very much. <laughs>